Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 190. The signs you're looking for are actually everywhere. And uh, this was actually sparked uh, by yet another uh, another chapter in Rick Rubin's The Creative Act. Um, and I was reading a look, look for clues. And I want to read this chapter and break it down to you guys as well. Besides, I think several of you seem to like that when I break down chapters. But, um, you know, I've talked about this concept as well before. And in some of my posts, you've seen uh, some writing that I had said were when the signs aren't clear, ask for the billboard. Ask God for the billboard. We're always looking for signs, right? We're always, I think that's our way of saying, okay, I'm listening. And I have, I need some answers for any particular type of question or direction or path or whatever it might be. I need, I need some answers. And I believe that the signs are always happening. And it's, it's great because it was addressed here in this chapter I'm about to read to you. But depending on how open are you to seeing the signs, to seeing things guiding you and messages coming to you and God speaking to you depends on, you know, maybe what's going on in your world, right? Because I have found personally, I'll speak from personal experience, I have found that um, in moments and seasons of my life where I was a little bit busier, not intentional busy, but just busy, it was hard to see things. It was hard to, you know, I still would get my messages here and there, but I felt like the busier I was, the harder it felt to see what was really going on at times. Maybe you can relate to that. And so I'm going to read this chapter. I'm going to break it down as, as I go along, but uh, it was an exceptional chapter and I can truly relate. And I figured, you know, let me, let me share this with you and some of my thoughts along the way. So Rick Rubin, again, this is from The Creative Act, a way of being Rick Rubin. If you want the book, you can check out my recommended reading list in the show notes. So uh, he says, material for our work surrounds us at every turn. It's woven into conversation, nature, chance encounters, and existing works of art. So right there, I just want to stop right there. You're experiencing messages and signs and direction all day long, whether you realize it or not. You know, there aren't really coincidences. You know, we call them coincidences or chance encounters, but, you know, here, whether you are actively praying or just, you know, saying out loud to yourself, God, I wish I had this, God, I wish I knew this, well, you know, God, I wish I received that or whatever it might be, not even to God, just you're just saying it in general, like, why don't I get this? Pay attention when you, when you ask questions, because throughout the day, there are answers. And so he says, when looking for a solution to a creative problem, pay close attention to what's happening around you. Look for clues pointing to new methods or ways to further develop current ideas. A writer may be in a coffee shop working on a scene and unsure what a character is going to say next. A phrase might be overheard in the chatter from another table that provides a direct answer or at least a glimpse of a possible direction. I can't tell everybody, this happens to all of us. This happens to all of us. You know, I'll tell you this. It's it's interesting. When I read that part, I was thinking about uh, an experience you know, to share with you guys where so for many years, especially when I worked with uh, very big brands, but also, you know, some some medium to small to medium sized companies, um, 
branding i got known in because branding was kind of a thing that was adjacent to me doing digital stuff and so it was funny because when i would be a part of people's uh, you know companies campaigns for new product launches or sub brands or you know logo designs and things like that it was funny how i wasn't i didn't i never really went to school for that did i have taste and and did i like put together things in a certain manner absolutely because of the, i just i knew ways I could I could formulate things from a design perspective but what would happen is I would work on certain brands and campaigns they'd give me a bunch of information and then say great I'm gonna allow the you know I'm now gonna allow um, life to draw in the inspiration over the next like week or two by the way it used to piss off a lot of not kind of not really but a little bit like your your executive type it's like, oh, what is this? Like, you know, spiritual stuff. What is this? Like, you know, can't you just, you know, come up with it? And it's because I, I try to explain you're forcing it. When, when the idea comes through and you tell me what's happening or what you want to create, I want to allow the pieces to assemble. I need time. I need patience, which Rick Rubin talks about quite a bit. And sure as anything, a thousand, I'm batting a thousand percent on this. Throughout the week, I'd be in the most random places and you'd hear the most random thing from somebody and they'd say something like, what'd you just say? And I'm like, that right there, that, that was the word. And then sometimes it'd be one word from one person, one word from another situation and they'd pair together. I allow ideation and creativity to take form once we've given it direction of what we want to achieve. Signs are everywhere. And so that process obviously isn't necessarily taught in school. And it's also like, oh, that's your process. I'm like, what's wrong with having a very intuitive, creative process? That's where like you're drawing inspiration. It comes from God. So I, I love that he, he brought that up. He said, we receive these types of messages all the time. If we remain open to them, we might read a book and find a quote leaping off the page or watch a movie and notice a line that moves us to pause and rewind, uh, right? Sometimes it's the exact answer we've been looking for. You, you probably hear this in music, right? Doesn't, doesn't an artist say the exact line of something you're going through and you're like, wait, what? Or you ever have just a song that automatically came on while you're experiencing a certain energy or something happening in your life, right? All the time. Or it could be an echo of an idea that keeps repeating in other places, begging for more attention or affirming the path we're on. This goes back to like why when I talk about your calling, how a lot of times you you can avoid for as long as you want, but there's certain things that just keep calling you over and over and over and over again. In fact, sometimes the annoyance is that you're not giving it enough attention. And then for those that are fearing of imposter syndrome, I've done an episode on that where I said, you're feeling more of like, the imposter syndrome is really more so when you're not doing the thing you're being called to, whether you think you're uh, you know ready for it or not. So he said, these transmissions are subtle. They are ever present but they're easy to miss. If we aren't looking for clues, they'll pass by without us ever knowing. Notice connections and consider where they lead. When something out of the ordinary happens, ask yourself why, what's the message? What could be greater? What could be the greater meaning? Remember, we've talked about this in previous episodes. Why am I seeing what I am seeing? What am I missing? What do I need to understand, right? What, what, what is this really telling me? And if you're wanting to put out there right now any type of, you know, um, uh, ability to find your next move, you know, something that I do is I say, God, show me where I need to be. Or if you, you know, if you, you don't want to say God, but you could say like, you know, show me where I need to be. Show me what I need to see. 
show me where I need to stand today. Show me where I need to stand. I always ask God, show me what God, show me where I need to be. Show me where I need to see. Show me where I need to stand. And by the way, your days become a lot more fluid and flow when you realize like, well, I asked for this. And then if you can put yourself into observation, self-observation. So as things are happening throughout the day, you're like, well, I did ask where to stand. Why would I be standing right here? What do you think that's about? Natural curiosity. You guys tap into your natural curiosity. And he says, I love this. This process isn't a science. We can't control clues or, or will them to be revealed. Sometimes it helps to have a strong intention to find a specific answer or to confirm a particular path. Other times, letting go of that intention altogether can help you find your way. So sometimes you, you already may know, like, hey, this feels right, but I need confirmation. All right, we'll put that out there and then be open enough to assess where the answer might come through to confirm. You know, and then other times... Have no expectations at all. Like, I don't even know where to begin. I'm going to let the initial components reveal themselves to me. The initial steps, right? It says, an integral part of the artist's work is deciphering these signals. The more open you are, the more clues you will find, and the less effort you'll need to exert. You may be able to think less and begin to rely on answers arising within you. This is walking by faith. This is walking by intuition all the time. You'll just start to flow because you're like, well, you know, you're, this is what I had said in my most recent article on uh, Substack, which just came out today. So please feel free to go check it out. MattGoddessman.com forward slash Substack. And it was talking about creativity and, and intuition. And so, um, you know, I want you to consider that like, what happens is the more you're in it, the more that's revealed to you. And the more you, you, the more you create, the more you trust yourself. And the more you trust yourself, the more practice that you're, you know, invoking into your process, the more you're just seeing things naturally as quickly as you need to. You might imagine, then he says, you might imagine that the outside world is a conveyor belt with a stream of small packages on it, away, always going by. The first step is to notice the conveyor belt is there. And then anytime you want, you can pick up one of those packages, unwrap it and see what's inside. A helpful exercise might be opening a book to a random page and reading the first line your eyes find. See how what's written there somehow applies to your situation. Any relevance it bears might be by chance, but you might allow for the possibility that chance is not all that that's at play. When my appendix burst, this is Rick Rubin talking, when, when his appendix burst, he said, the doctor who diagnosed it insisted that I go to the hospital immediately to have it removed. I was told there were no other options. I found myself in a nearby bookstore. Standing out on a table in the front was a new book by Dr. Andrew Weil. I picked it up and let it fall open. The first passage my eyes went to said, if a doctor wants to remove a part of your body and they tell you it has no function, don't believe this. The information I needed was made available to me in that moment, and I still have my appendix. When clues present themselves, it can sometimes feel like a delicate mechanism of a clock at work, as if the universe is nudging you with little reminders that it's on your side and wants to provide everything you need to complete your mission. I mean, that right there, right? So think about that. You know, and I know, and I know some, some people might not like that. They, they might say, oh, you know, no, we got to listen to the doctors. Uh, already, you already know how I feel about that. <laughs> you know, listen the body was made into this beautiful system, which we have to obviously take care of. But I love that um, he he wasn't so hasty with 
wanting to, you know, right away just remove a body part, he was like, you know what? I need, I need more information. And he got it really delivered to him. I mean, as clear as day. Now, I love that and that's my mode of operation, but I understand that that's very difficult for a lot of people. Maybe it's easy-ish for you, but difficult for people that you are close with. Family, friends, whoever, like really, you know, no, listen to the doctors. No, listen to the accountant. Well, that's, I don't know. I'm just using an example. No, listen to this person. Listen to that person. Be careful because, you know, I believe in, instead of it being so black and white all the time, some things are, I think you need to also allow God to speak to you or allow, um, you know, the, the things that are for you, try to find you. And uh, often at times they can be with much more ease and less invasiveness, right? I mean, had he done that operation, it would have been very invasive and it could have also, you know, it's, he's removing part of the system, his bodily system. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not advocating for not doing it. What I'm saying is that what was cool is he, he instead gave way to intuition and allowed to be guided versus simply just stating from a physical world what to do next alone, right? This is what somebody in the physical world says. Therefore, this is how it is. That's what I mean. Think about this. Even in their own medical community, don't they always say get a second opinion, <laughs> you know, and not even just for that, just for anything, right? Get a second opinion. Well, what if that opinion is God's? What if that opinion is your path, your intuition trying to speak to you, right? And so I really liked this uh, mini chapter. All of his chapters are like this. Look for clues. They're all around you, always happening. And a big reason that I promote clarity so much and, um, you know, having this direction for yourself, for your life, uh, and, and constantly being in self-observation and creativity is because when you slow down, and I always say when you slow down, other things in your life will speed up. It's most things in your life will speed up is because the slowing down allows you to receive all of the answers to your prayers, to your questions, to your needs, to your next steps. When you are constantly in go, 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 go mode, it's harder, as the expression says, it's hard to see the forest through the trees right? You can't really see all that's happening. And it's difficult for a lot of people to slow down. Slowing down has this kind of connotation of like, you know, everything you're juggling will fall. <laughs> and it might, if you're doing the wrong things, it's possible, but you'll be fine. So um, always be looking for clues. So again, um, one of the things that I, I always come into the morning with is I say, you know, God, show me what I need to see today. Show me where I need to stand today. Show me, you know, what I need to hear today right? Um, show me where I need to be. And those four things alone, I think earlier I said three, but like those four things alone um, really set the tone for both my driven side of my day and my humility side of my day. Driven because I'm excited to make things happen. Humility because I'm excited to listen. And if you are driven by um, possibility and humbled by self-observation, listening, you know, and um, detaching from how you think it should be. Those two paired together is like a beautiful match made in heaven. So 
I appreciate you guys tuning in to every single episode. This was 190. We're almost at 200. It has been an incredible journey with you guys so far. Again, this book was the creative is the creative act, a way of being from Rick Rubin. It is in my recommended reading list at the link in my bio. Also, you can check out uh, the clarity workshop. Listen, it's the second of January, 2024. If you need clarity and direction, I would highly recommend it. Uh, and of course there's the right design build workshop. That's also in there. If you are needing help around organizing your creativity, your content all around the niche of you, and then how to actually scale your brand online. I do this for a living for 20 some years. <laughs> so if you guys need help, I've actually created an entire like studio and operating system for you to, to do it. Um, and with like a step-by-step, -step, this is exactly what it is. And this is how you do it. Um, I appreciate you guys for tuning in for every single episode. Please leave a five-star written review on Apple. Please leave a five-star uh, review on uh, five-star rating on Spotify and all other applicable places. Thank you guys as always. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.